Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Listeners to another Arcade Attack podcast. Uh, I'll be your host for the evening. I'm Dylan. I'm with Keith. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm with Adrian. I'm the biggest Silent Hill fan ever, so I'm rocking this. Biggest Silent Hill fan ever. He said it. Hello, when you came to the Resident Evil podcast as well. <laughs> I've only played one. That's about the same, but this time around. Right? Like <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's all right. You played uh, the best one, so that's fine. And we've got Rob. Where's no. Rob? Rob is missing. He's in Silent Hill. Rob is missing. We are on a, now a path to try and find Rob. Don't find Rob. In Silent Hill. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to save him if that's where he is. I don't particularly want to go there. either. Hey man, as long as you've got a radio that hisses, you're okay. Well. Or not. You're not really okay. You're never really okay you get in a bit Silent of a Hill. Warning, but I wouldn't say you were okay. <laughs> but the, the, the main reason I wanted to podcast about this today mm. is that um, it's just so, it's so, it's so that I can cathart, basically. Yeah. I need to, I need to cathart about Silent Hill because it's been gone a long time now. And it had mm. the way it sort of, it all went to proverbial. Yeah. Was a bit sad, I think. It's a bit sad. So it's sort of about the whole demise of the franchise. Uh, it's just a really sad thing. I mean, my, my my opening question is mainly to Adrian. Why do we love Silent Hill, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> now, listeners, I'm going to talk for about probably two hours straight now. <laughs> so, so you know, you sit back, relax. <laughs> um, Silent Hill for me, it doesn't mean too much. I played it first at James Miller's house. He showed me the first one. Oh yeah. He said, "Look, look, look at this game," and I was like, "Oh, it's a bit foggy. <laughs> it's foggy. You just walk around with fog." What is yeah. this game? Yeah. <laughs> After that, I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. And then later on, 
about two years ago, a year and a half ago, uh, I think you two bullied me. Said play Silent Hill too. I was like, okay, <laughs> bullied you. We did actually, but we, we don't did. condone bullying. No, but sometimes apart yeah. from <laughs> apart from if you need to make someone play Silent Hill too, um, and yeah. then it's then it's okay. And I think I mentioned it before, but Silent Hill two took me a bit by surprise because I'm not really a survival horror sort of fan, mm. but I really gave that game a good good go. Um, a good good few hours of my life, and actually no regrets because it was quite dark. I'm not saying it was always good for my brain, mm. um, but for me personally, it was um, yeah. It, t- it took me to some interesting places. It's a really well made game. One, it was ahead of its time. I think really, it was. It's, I prefer. I, I loved it actually. I have to say, not good for your brain. I'm so glad you said that. No. Um, my my initial what points before we go you? into the series. Um, so we're gonna have a good chat about Silent Hill Two, especially. Um. It's pure psychological horror yeah. at its more, it's like, it's most raw. It's the, the, you know, it makes you think about things you probably shouldn't think about. <laughs> you know, in a way, you know, we, we had a good chat with the waffling tailors about, uh, Resident Evil a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, you know, they write, I, th- I think they rightfully said, and, and we'll say the same, that Resident Evil is more sort of gore. Kind of shock tactics. Yeah, you know, B-movie, zombie horror. B-movie. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Silent Hill really plays on your fears mm. and your sort of, you know, things that shouldn't be set, you know, your de- your desires and, you know, th- you really get into well, even if you take the characters. It, take it at its most basic, mm. Resident Evil um, is about heavily armed special forces getting out of the city getting out of there mm-hmm. shooting some mm-hmm. zombies yeah. so basic setup of silent hill is someone who's lost their child yeah your child's gone missing child's so gone it's missing very very different you need to find out what's going on in silent hill isn't it it's more about the protagonist whoever they are are put mm. into a situation very strange situation and then you're working out their story it's not just about trying to get through hordes of zombies no i mean you, you uncover monsters. you're in resident evil you uncover a story yeah. about you know umbrella and, mm. and whatnot but yeah, yeah it's a very different kind of story yeah um, as a sort of mediocre fan of both uh, on, <laughs> on the fence kind of fan moderate fan moderate fan we'd would, never call you just, mediocre. yeah you're not he, mediocre now hear me out would you uh, silent hill is based on silent hill which is a place isn't it yes town a town mm. and resident evil is based in raccoon city yeah, the so first couple of games. Which is the city. Are, yeah. They're all. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought all Resident Evil was a base there. No, 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 no. Only the uh, first three. Yeah. Oh, okay. It goes oh. Into Europe and yeah, it goes all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I just um, just thinking about horror films, mm. the gory horror films, which you know we all enjoy. It's almost like a popcorn horror, whereas these kind of Silent Hill sort of games is a bit more kind of sort of clever. It's even though it's set in America. And it has like American characters and it's in an American town. You can tell it was made by Japanese people. It's oh, very just like J horror, as they call it, rather yep. than your classic American mm. horror. And that, that, there you go. There's probably a difference. Resident Evil was obviously also made by a Japanese developer, mm. but they were aiming for that kind of Hollywood yeah. action horror y thing. Yeah. But you can tell, yeah. I, I always enjoy really psychological horror more. Mm. I think it's again. I don't want to patronise our listeners, and I, I I know we've got a lot of Resident Evil fans, but I just think it's a slightly more sort of higher level kind of type of well, it's horror. Different. It's, it's, yeah, it's a different kind of horror. Some people are scared by shambling zombies, 
and you know zombie dogs and stuff yeah. it's a different fear isn't it or you, some people are scared by both but that psychological stuff yeah it kind of pushes those buttons yeah yeah because resident evil it's more about self-preservation isn't it mm. so you're worried about whether a dog's Am gonna, gonna rip get off out your head alive if yeah. a zombie is gonna chomp your neck etc etc uh, whereas Silent Hill, you're worried about what's going to happen to the character. You're worried about where this story is going. Mm. You're worried about what have they done to deserve this. Yes. You know, and it's all about, and it plays with real kind of human emotions. Mm. And I think that's what, that's what unfortunately was lost, I think, halfway through the series. Yeah. And it just all kind of crumbled, you know, it just crumbled and crumbled and crumbled up until the point where Silent Hills oh, was mooted. Yes. Yeah. That was something like it got cancelled in 2015. So it got cancelled four years wow. ago. It's mad, right? Don't you think we should look at we should look at more we're into this game, don't you reckon? I'm gonna tell you more about Silent Hills. Oh, I'm really because I'm really actually generally interested about this. I'm not gonna tell you like much more because obviously it never it never came about. No. But still uh, Warcraft Adventures, I've put a whole hour into the podcast. There's, yeah, but there's not enough here. There's not, yeah, you, it you, never you got, actually played the final game yeah, of Warcraft, Warcraft Adventures. Yeah, Warcraft Adventures was made, wasn't it? And then yeah. cancelled. And Silent Hills was not. Oh. Only End of in, story. <laughs> only in something I'm going to mention in a minute, but, um. Yeah. They actually got Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. in on this with Guillermo del Toro. I mean, yes, yeah. that's, that's a brilliant combination. These are bringing out the big guns, man. I mean, Pan's Labyrinth is one of my all-time favorite Pan's films. Pan's Labyrinth is great. Yeah, I wept like an absolute oh, baby so at dark. the end of that film, right? And to get him along with Kojima, it was it was written in the stars. <laughs> you know, this is gonna be you know something good, and the only remnant we have of this project is something called PT. But we don't. The PT Did demo. you get to play it? I never got to play it. I never got to play it. They you took never it down. got to play it. What, right? They actually released a demo. So, yeah. So, so he, we're talking yeah. to Adrian. We're talking yes. to Adrian. Yeah, talk so to me. Adrian. Talk to me. <laughs> so PT is, um, what does it stand for? I think it was something like Playable Teaser. I think it's standard yeah, for. Yeah. Playable Teaser, Playable Trailer, something like that. Mm. Um, so PT was something that you could have downloaded from the PS4 uh, PlayStation Store uh, in 2014. I think 2014. Right. Very, sh- very short amount of time it was yeah. on. So you can download it. Uh, and yeah, like he said, it got pulled from the store. I think after you guys telling me you weren't there on like the deadline day. I didn't know no, about we this. Didn't know about and, it. and actually I didn't get a PS4 until late 2000. You, did you get yours just after 16? Oh, you know, you got, yeah, I got mine at the end of 2015. So it was already, I only had eight. a couple of years, I think. So, but, but yeah, we'd already missed this. It come we'd and missed gone. it. We'd missed the boat. In fact, you can, um, PS4s, which have it loaded on, will fetch you, will, will cost a hundred pounds more. Really? Second hand, yeah. Cause they can justifiably say, PT is on this. You can't play this anywhere on this else. PS4. You can't play this anywhere else. But I have watched a walkthrough and it almost like, I'm pretty brown as brown guys go. It, <laughs> It almost turned me white. Because you're scared. It. it was that spooky and that But creepy. that sounds brilliant. Yeah. People people love this teaser. If if Silent Hills was anything like this, I mean it this is this is a a, a you know, a segment of what this game could have been. It's very much like Resident Evil Seven. Yes. So it is. 
oh my god playing it in vr i don't even want to think about it um but it's a loop it's a loop you're in this house and you're looping around this house looking at things there's no sort of action anything like that and but you look at different things in the house and it changes I think people have to watch this at home. Um, I can't, my, my explanation of it won't be amazing. Will you add a link to the podcast? I will. There you go. I will definitely add a link to the show notes. Right. So you go round and round in a loop. So you go out the back door of the house and you end up at the front door of the house again. But every time you look at something or look at different doors, something else opens up and it gets weirder and <laughs> weirder. The more you go into it, the more the, every clue you look at and each thing you look at, makes it weirder and scarier wow. and darker and you just go round and round and can you imagine like playing this thing and like you know i'm, I'm looking at a, a walk where the guy knows where all the the clues are yeah. and like stuff is jumping out and it's Jeez. just it is oh, it is pure it's it uses all the silent hill tricks all that mm. sound. is it like first person perspective it's all first, yeah, person. It's first person so you, you you really feel like you're in it and it just goes round and round it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and then, yeah, it ends. Why, and that's it. Why didn't they make the game That's then? Silent Hills. Ah, because, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> so, um, it got cancelled in um, 2015 because of some kind of dispute with Konami. So, Kojima picked up his things, left. Yeah, he had a big falling um, out with Konami, didn't he? <laughs> Before um, Metal Gear Solid Five was finished. Yeah. They had Norman Reedus for, um, from The Walking Dead yep. with them as well. So. Obviously, he's now in his new game. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah. So that's what they all went and worked on. So, which is nothing like Silent Hills. It, ba- it looks, to me, it looks like something between it looks a bit sci-fi, um, Skyrim-y, Fallout-y. <laughs> yeah, I, from, it's still not clear from all the trailers and stuff quite exactly what it is going to be but it looks like standard fare unfortunately i reckon it looks like standard sort of mm. current gen fallouty skyrimy far cry type thing <laughs> just add a y to any just game it's e, like that e should have been a silent hilly thing the silent, silent hills <laughs> it's less scary when you say silent this should have been no we should have been talking about silent hills like last year or something we should have been like wow yeah it should have been that was been the out. survival you know the survival psychological mm. horror game um you know to end all psychological horror games. Is there any chance Silent Hill is going to be brought back? Well, I don't know because what, how did, we're going to talk about it now. How did Silent Hill get to a point where they had to bring in these, they're not just big guns. They're like the biggest guns. The, the yeah. big guns. Yeah. The biggest guns in their respective mm. industries to try and breathe life into this series. Yeah. Um, it all started from Silent Hill 1. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill 1, placed on the, um, PlayStation 1, 1999. Mm-hmm. So we are 17 or thereabouts. Uh, yep. At James uh, Winner's house watching the foggy yeah. video game. Watching the fog. <laughs> Created by Team Silent. Team Silent. I Team love Silent. the, I love the background to that though, because they were Team Silent. It was, it was made up of Konami employees <laughs> that weren't doing very well at their jobs in other departments. <laughs> no. Is that true? Hmm. That's mad, isn't it? That's it's like a, a ragtag bunch. Yeah. They're like all these guys. Um, just working on failing projects and things, and Konami have gone, well... We've got we this can, horror game. We kind of want to make a horror game. Yeah. We're not going to give you a, a hell of a lot of a budget, but go and do something on the PlayStation. So their last chance, you're like, yeah, you're not kind doing very of. well. 
These you're, were last you're gonna be chance, sacked quite soon. Last Chance Saloon guys I came up with br- the first a... came up with the first four Silent Hill games. That's yeah. like Rocky uh, intensified. Being given the chance. Yeah, a one in a million chance. <laughs> no, no, but that, no, Keith, that's brilliant. I love it's a good, I yeah, love I underdog like stories. Story. Yeah. I do. I always appreciate the underdog. I am going to try and keep spoilers to a minimum. Oh, okay. Talk about the games rounded as a whole, but okay. it would be useful again if you've not played Silent Hill. You don't want to watch. You don't want to know too much about it. Go and have a play of it and come back to us. Um, welcome back. So, <laughs> God, um, that was quick. The simple. The, the premise is simple. Um, normal man. Goes to town, loses, no, crashes car, loses, loses daughter. Yeah? Yeah. It happens every day. Man must find daughter, obviously. Yeah, they're just going on holiday there, aren't they? Yeah. Let's go holiday to the worst place in the world. Would you go to holiday? Would you go holiday? Knowing what I know, probably not. <laughs> Silent Hill, it sounds quite relaxing. Like, oh, it's going to be nice, just nice sleepy. Oh, there's going to be lakeside no town. Yeah. yeah, chilled out. Yeah. And just have a lovely time there. It's going to be great. Yeah. You no. know, what? I just I just watched What About Bob. Have you guys seen that film? No, I've not. That's seen one that. Bill Murray, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a nice, relaxing holiday <laughs> home, and then Bill Murray turns up. Yes. It's that Silent Hill, basically, isn't it? Instead of the Bill Murray, the zombies come. I want to see that. No, I haven't seen it. It's 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 good, isn't it? Early nineties film. <laughs> it's a good film. <laughs> Going back to Silent Hill, Silent Hill. You've got to find your daughter. Mm. Uh, there's an awful lot of fog. Oh, like it's age, very age, foggy. It's very foggy. It's um very uh ashy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like why We're is just going to stick wires on the end. Of why is it foggy? Sorry, ashy, foggy. Yeah, it's it's very you know why is there ash falling out? Smoky, smoky, <laughs> smoky. What the hell is going on in this town? Mm. From the from the from the moment you start playing that game where everything starts going dark and you're mauled by monsters, you know you're not in for a great time. You know that Silent Hill is not for you. But it's funny because the, the whole the whole beginning of the game is you're, you're meant to die. You get mm. to this, you kind of run around Silent really? Hill in the dark. Yeah, you run, run around Silent Hill in the dark. Uh, you kind of get used, you're getting used to the, the controls, which are pretty cumbersome. Yep. Uh, but tank controls, love tank controls. <laughs> Uh, you get stuck in a dead, you get stuck in a dead end and these two, uh, um, rhino type, rhino-esque, I'm gonna do esque, it's not E's, I'm gonna do esque, yeah. yeah. So esque monsters scratch you to death. Yeah. And then you wake up then in the calf. Yeah. You wake up in a calf, you're like, thank god I'm alive, mm. and I'm in a calf. And you're talking to some police officer, and you're like, okay, well, this, everything looks alright, everything is fine. Uh, and then a big old monster crashes through the window and you realise yes. that, okay, those monsters were real. Uh, but, oh, that radio on the counter made a nice staticky noise to warn me of when monsters are going to come crashing uh, through windows. Yeah. So, as uh, Squidgy said from the Waffling Tailors the other day when we were talking about Resident Evil, he played Silent Hill without picking up the radio. Well, I, until we did that podcast, I didn't know that was possible. I thought there was some way you had to pick up the radio. I didn't know radio. you could play the game without the radio. That's insane. No, you can't, you can't, you can actually leave the radio behind. Yeah. But a lot of the atmosphere in Silent Hill is generated by the uh, static on for, that radio. Thinking back to the original Silent Hill, the two things that stand out are the fog and the radio static. Yeah. They're the two things that stick in the mind. So the fog was yeah. because of hardware limitations, because the, the PlayStation couldn't draw that much, no. that much 3D graphics. Yeah. Not because of the failings of the, the Konami team, yeah. you know, the, no, the ragtag punch. Enough. 
it just wasn't powerful enough. Um, we've heard people slagging off the Peter, the PlayStation one before. Do you remember our, our Bubsy 3D? Never. <laughs> podcast. Never slag yeah. off Bubsy 3D. <laughs> Uh, the developers of that had some choice words to say about the PlayStation. <laughs> um, as amazing a console as it is, it, it was limited. So it's, it's no Jaguar, is it? It's no Jaguar. No, of course. I love the Jaguar now. Sorry. I'm, I'm, a, I'm definitely a convert on that. Um, but you know, the fog, you don't know when the monsters are coming. The only way you can't see them, uh, the only way that you know they're coming is because the radio goes mad and you're know, where they're coming from and it does scare the bejesus out of you. The whole sound design. So the thing is, so it might have been limited graphically, but the sound design in the first game was done yeah. in such a clever way to, you know, to scare the bejesus out of you. Mm. It was, it used like crying people and like weird baby sounds and yeah. you know, just, stuff. Uh, you know, su- sudden sort of loud metallic clangs and yeah. just what's clang what's stuff clang? he wouldn't, he wouldn't expect to hear. No. Um, you know, mm. I don't think it's like easy comparison to make. Keep making the comparison between the Resident Evil and yeah. Resident Evil got a fantastic soundtrack and it is very atmospheric as well. Yeah. Um, but it's traditional. Yeah. It's pieces of music mm-hmm. and like little incidental piano pieces, stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas just in this, the sound it might the just zombies. be the sound, the sound of a piece of metal being yeah. banged. Yeah. yeah. Just who is banging that bit of metal? Yeah. What, what is are they that? freaking me what out? What the hell is that? What have I done to like, you know, annoy yeah. But, I mean, go, talking about the, the look of it as well. I mean, Resident Evil had the static, uh, pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah. Which worked great. And the way they developed tension in that was to have the fixed camera so that it's deliberately placed in a way that you can't see what's around that corner. Clever. So, yeah. you know, a zombie comes around the corner. Ah. Yeah. In Silent Hill, you've got the fog. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I never saw it as, oh God, this game's ugly. Look at all this fog. It wasn't like N64 mm. fog. It was deliberate. <laughs> it was deliberate. Yeah. Um, yeah, it helped them to mask the limitations of yeah. the console, but it helped the atmosphere as well. And there's, although you've got, it's like a generally like a free camera. Yeah. Inside, you, know, you can move it slightly with the right stick. Is it, it's it doesn't stuck move on too a far. Pivot. Yeah. But there are also small sections where there is a fixed camera, like there's some oh, the corridors and things. It will oh. flip, so it's like from above. But it's almost that was I really loved that because it's like really cinematic. I I like, that scared the bejesus at me. So there was sometimes where <laughs> like Harry, Harry Mason is the main the main protagonist, yeah, yeah. and he'd go into a room and you'd go and go and pick up a like a health ring or something on mm. on the shelf. But that that camera in that room would just show it like that. And then out of nowhere, your radio would start going off and yes. then some crazy nurse or something would come out of the court. It was just, you know, they, they did, they did have the shock, the shock factor mm. like Resident Evil, but you just did it in that, a different way. They just did it in a such, you know, it's so, it's so Japanese. Yeah. It's so Japanese. And it's, you know, those guys really know, they really know horror. And the bit between flitching, um, switching between worlds. Was yeah. I'd never seen that yeah. before. No, that was completely... so playing the the same environments. They did it quite well in the film, actually. You know the Hollywood film, yeah. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. I've talked about it before. I'm a fan of the first one, Sean Bean, and I'm a fan of Sean Bean. We're all fans of Sean Bean. <laughs> you know that that's a given. But the way that you play the same environments, but in a nightmare aspect, yeah. 
slight slight spoiler here. I kind of really want to talk about this bit because it's we'll talk about it's it. Quite, it's quite do it, deals. This podcast will contain spoilers. This is a there big spoiler. <laughs> so the whole point is that Harry's daughter is adopted. Mm-hmm. She is the spawn of a sort of a like a spiritual person called Elessa who lived in who lived in Silent Hill and who everyone thought was a witch and yep. they burned her. They burned her pretty they bad. Burned her, yeah. Um but there's a bit where you get a videotape of the nurse that that, that looked after Alessa after she received all of her burns and that. If you re- if you look at the videotape in the VCR oh God this sounds really VCR old. what's in a, a VCR? In the VCR, in the real world, there's bits of the video cut out. So you don't hear exactly what the nurse is saying. So, and she's also one of the people that you can save. So this, mm. the game has multiple endings as well. What's the nurse's love. name? Is it Lisa? Lisa. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of, oh, it's like, what the heck? Why am I watching this video too? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Uh, I think it must be the hospital then you're in. Yeah. So then you go to the nightmare version of the hospital. So you go through another trapdoor, come back into the hospital. Everything's gone. So the nightmare version of Silent Hill is with the sirens and oh, the everything's siren. going dull. Oh, I hate there's them. The, sorry, there's oh, the other God. thing. The fog, the radio and the siren. The siren. Oh, all the grates. So all the floors turn into grates. You can see monsters and stuff crawling underneath Yeah, it's like it. rust. You know, kind rust, of Everything is rusted. And, yeah. It's just a horrible place. So you go back into the hospital and you find another room with a VCR machine. And you're thinking... Why don't we have a look at that video one more time? Uh, and then you see the whole thing. I think that's one of the most clever things. Like you think, okay, well, you got to put item into the, the thing. Oh, yeah. oh, well, that's not much. You can do the same thing again in the nightmare world and mm. see the whole thing. Obviously you see the poor nurse's confessions about what was going on with a lesser and, you know, just, she just kept on bleeding, yada, yada. Um, but it's just a great, it's just a, that was a great, it was so cinematic and yeah. it was, you know, really kind of, you really felt for everyone in Silent Hill at this minute. You're like, all of these characters, they're weird as hell, but, oh, pardon the pun. But, <laughs> you know, oh God. This yeah. Is the, this is the first game. Yeah. This yeah. is the first game. Quite, oh, the, quite well, deep for a PlayStation game. Super deep. Yeah. Mean, I mean, the one of the, the things that stuck with me was the one, the cuts, there's quite, cause there's quite a bit of CG, CG in this. Yes. Like cutscenes. Yeah. But they're really well done. And there's that bit with Lisa when she's coming towards you and her eyes are pouring with blood. Oh, God, I hate that bit. And oh she's God, like so asking scary. you to help her. Oh, my God. Don't ask me to help you, Man. Lisa. Why are you making dinner sad? <laughs> oh, just reliving this stuff. It yeah. just, it just it's you know, it stayed, stayed, the, stayed with you. What, it's 20 years old this year. It's making, it's making the, the, the hairs on my back of my mm. neck go up. Because that, that bit, that bit where she's stumbling toward you and like all the blood's trickling down her face and you have to leave her in that room. Yeah. It's so sad. It's so... Uh, it really, you know, it really gets you, and mm. you know, that that that's when that's when I knew that game was special. Yeah, that's when I knew like Silent Hill has yeah. to be a thing. Um, so obviously played it through, had to see all the endings. Uh, there are good endings, there are bad mm. endings. Uh, but essentially, another child is born of everything, yeah. uh, and she ends up in Silent Hill three. But we'll talk about that <laughs> in a bit. So Silent Hill two. I was waiting for that for months. It was the reason I bought a PlayStation 2. There can be no better reason. I can. I don't think there is a Were better reason. Were you considering reason. what a Saturn at the time then? Or? As a, oh, yeah. I, PlayStation was, 2. PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And we, we, we're cracking on a bit from the Saturn days. But 
I was I actually I actually sacrificed food money to buy a PlayStation 2 and also this is how desperately I wanted to play the game. I went into Woolworths in Pontypridd so I was I was at uni. Yeah. And um <laughs> Listen to us. VCR. Woolworths. Woolworths. Yeah. <laughs> Woolworths used to be a store that we used to buy everything from. Uh, um but they only had one copy of it left. I oh think no. I I went there the week the day or the week it was released. Really? And they only had one copy left. And it was the um yes, the one with the the in the in the the cardboard. Yeah. Um, um is case. it called the director's cut? It's not, is it? No, the director's cut no, came out. But it's just the yeah, it's um, the one in the cardboard yeah. box. It's got the the, the D V D documentary and stuff yes. in it. Yeah. Tell me um, you got it. I had to buy it. How because much? it was ri- it was ripped. It was ripped. It was the last copy they had. It was ripped. They wouldn't give me a discount. I paid what? full whack no, for it. No, I'm Dylan. If it's ripped, you deserve a discount. Yeah, Woolworths didn't give me one. It was like, take it or And it. that's why Woolworths don't exist anymore. There you go. <laughs> um, but I said, okay, it was 47 quid, I think it was. Shut up. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Were, P- were PS2 games that expensive yeah, when they came they out? They really were. Oh, and I was no. like, I have, I have to buy this. Yeah. I've skinted myself out. I'm not eating right. Don't tell my parents. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I had to play it. I had to play it. Was it worth it? Took it home and my housemates didn't see me for a week. It was that great. Mm. It was that. Silent Hill 2 took that formula of Silent Hill and just made it even better on a, you know, the next gen console and, you know, with the documentary and things as well. That I was a real, that's a real, I mean, that's package. the one I've got. I bought it again recently. Um, it's a nice little package that they must have known they were onto something because during the making of this game, they filmed a documentary about the making of it. What, the first one, the second one? The second one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's interviews with Team Silent about the making of the game and. Yeah. Um, so was, it was, um, that, was Team Silent the same team? Yeah. Same yeah, team. well, no, so, sorry. No. The core was the same, the but for Silent yeah. Hill 2, because the first was such a success, it grew to like 50 they people. I really like how these, this ragtag team who are on their almost last it's chance. It's a great story. That no, yeah. is brilliant. I really respect that. But it goes to show that you shouldn't associate developers directly with their projects because they may be talented doing certain things, but it might be the projects themselves that, that yeah. are bad, not the guys. True. Not the guys underneath it. Mm-hmm. You know, Konami had nothing to lose. They just had a bit of spare cash. They wanted to, to make a new survival horror game. Do you reckon they were surprised how popular it became? I think they were yeah. bloody surprised. I don't think there's any way they could have foreseen how, how popular the first one was. Because, again, when it first came out, the initial reviews were like, oh, this looks rubbish. This really? is foggy. Mm-hmm. What's the point in doing things in 3D? But then as soon it's as like people Resident started Evil, playing but it, no action. Yeah, as yeah. soon as people started playing Silent Hill, then the good reviews came in, yeah. and then it sort of bumped everything up. But the initial sort of previews were like, "Oh, what the hell is this mess?" Right. Uh, but interesting, yeah, I know. So and they I, couldn't it, have foreseen it. We were sh- people were shallow, weren't they? But then people you know, were so shallow. So the opposite of Rise of the Robots, the opposite. Of Very Rise. little hype, yeah, <laughs> but great game. That's it. Mm. That's it. Well, yeah. There you go. Oh God, Rise of the Robots again. Um, so Silent Hill two, end of two thousand and one. September 2001, I've got here. I think that was the worldwide. See, now I'm sure I I didn't play it until I borrowed your copy. I'm sure of that. So I lent it to you and then Kev, and then I think Kev must have been a few. I never got it back. (laughs) Naughty Kev. Kevin. That's why he's not invited back anymore. That's why he hasn't appeared on a podcast for a while. Yeah. So, (laughs) so must, yeah, I must have played it a few months after you. Um, Yeah. But, well. Everyone, everyone With knows that and Code Veronica, it. I was in PS2 Bliss. 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, we didn't talk about missing games. My, I had Code Veronica on the PS2. I have no idea what happened to it. What happens? I think we just lend, lend each other too many games yeah. between us. Where and did they go? Adrian's probably hoarded them all yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I've got them all, really. Probably. Sold them on eBay. Adrian thankfully gave me back my Ghostbusters on Master System. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took Thanks. about 20 years. Didn't it? Thanks, mate. No, no, it was good to get that back. Um, but what is the plot of Silent Hill 2? What is the plot of Silent mm. Hill 2? Well, you play, like the first game, because we kind of only touched on this, mm-hmm. the difference between Silent Hill and Resident Evil and other such games. Yeah. You play as an everyman. 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 Yeah. Um, not comic book guys, every man. Mr. Every man. Simpsons, who has every superpower, yeah. but every man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, James Sunderland, mm. who finds himself in Silent Hill. Yeah. Because he received a letter from his wife mm. telling him that she was there waiting yeah. for him. And the strange thing about this is that she's been dead for three years. Holy moly. Holy. I so go that's there. just set up for Silent Hill 2. I wouldn't go there. Even that's giving me shivers. Yeah, no, even if you've got the letter, I wouldn't, I'd be too scared, Keith. Too scared, well. Wouldn't you be too scared? The thing I liked about, um, Silent Hill 2, well, I like everything about Silent Hill, but the difference, Mm. Silent Hill 1, the story was bigger, because you had, yeah, obviously, at a basic level, it was about Harry trying to find his daughter. Yeah. But then you had the whole cult around the Yeah, the whole cult, yeah. And Alessa and Mm. Dahlia Gillespie. Yeah. All those other weirdos in Silent Hill. And even the, Dude, his name I forget. Selling the drugs. I always kind of forget about that in the first one. There's that kind of side section of it, and that—that's why a lot of the people in the town are the way they are. Oh, Kaufman, like, Kaufman. That's it. Thank you. Yes. Um, but Silent Hill Two. It's a much more personal story. It's one man's. Yeah. They just wanted to really get you in the feels. I mean, they thought they got you in the feels with the first one and trying to find your daughter, but now they're really getting you into the why mm. is my dead wife writing to me? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I don't know where you want to kind of go with the Silent Hill talk. I, I, I just love it. Um, I think the, I think, I think, again, it's the key thing about what makes Silent Hill special. It's yeah. that, it's that personalness. Yeah. It's that sort of tapping into, you know, what people tick, you know, what, what makes people, what makes tick. people tick. Yeah. The fears um, and just very real, like, emotions and stuff. Mm. It, that's that's why it's my favourite and it's one of my absolute favourite favourite games mm. but it's so dark and so grim and yeah. so scary it still scares me now yeah. um, it scared me man we've well, got the introduction know, the, of Pyramid Head Pyramid Head Pyramid Head scares me it's um, uh, iconic now you know listeners if you like Silent Hill 2 we've done a whole big old podcast we have it. it was one of our earliest ones and I'm quite proud of, of it I can't, I, no I, 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 I wish I'd maybe waited why? Like, I don't know. I'd like to. I, I never. Maybe, maybe if we did it now, I would still feel like I didn't do it justice. That was, I think, one of the first podcasts that got us noticed. I think a lot of people was kind that, of it like shared it out on four, Twitter four, and fifth like podcast or something. Yeah. So we, it was one of the ones that that kind of yeah. that put us on the map, really. Yeah. It's uh, just it's one of those games where because obviously we're going to go on and talk about the demise of the Silent yeah. Hill series, but it's where they got everything right. Yeah. The story is brilliant. Yeah. You know, it, it, the story is brilliant. The soundtrack is brilliant. Mm. The whole kind of atmosphere, the layers to it. It's just, it's just fantastic. Um, and even just, there's just certain levels, like the one that always comes back to my mind is the historical society. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is just an absolute mind. Mm. And, 
Mind mind trying to keep it clean. Um you know, it starts off a bit like the beginning of the game. Do you remember the bit um looking at Aid now? Because you'll remember this, the bit where you walk down into the tap from your car at the very beginning. And it feels like it goes on and on and on. Yeah, almost too long. That's half the point, isn't it? Yeah. There's a bit um in historical society when you first go in there, you go down a staircase in the dark and I can't remember I cannot remember who it was, but I saw a YouTube video about this section of the game and they timed it and it takes about two and a half minutes yeah. to thought, walk down this staircase. I thought it was Mad, an error. I thought it, it just gets going on. The, yeah, because I thought it was thought, glitching as well. Where's yeah. this staircase? And the really cool thing about this one as well is that that whole, that whole staircase is rendered. It's not like it's loading as you go down. Yeah. You can walk back up that staircase all yep. the way if you want. Yeah. There's not, and it's not going to have to load or anything. So when you go through that door, that entire two and a half minute long staircase. Oh my God. Is it's just a big, big, big staircase. And you go further. And, and it also in that, in that level, I don't like calling them levels in a game like this, but it is mm. a level. It's a level. It's the a historical section. society level. Yeah. Do you remember the holes you have to jump down? No. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Further down. Yeah, I didn't want to go. I, think, I didn't want to, Keith. Go I think there's down. about five. Yeah. Levels that you go down and you yeah. think, where the hell? No, How deep? You know you're going to hell. Down. You know you're going yeah. to hell. It's like right. literally and metaphorically, yeah. you're going down and down and down. Um, and things just get weirder so and weirder. So clever. So, you know, they, they really know Team Silent knew how to, mm. to take you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And yeah. Strand, strand you. No, but was, I, yeah. I just think it was, uh, so clever that the, the, just those steps going down. I honestly thought, how far can you go down? Yeah. Why is it making me go down so far? And it was quite, quite spooky. I didn't want to go, any, you know, the steps fall. Oh, it's scary, man. Well, you go down a normal staircase. It's just a staircase. And then you <laughs> go down this ne- seemingly never ending staircase. No, it seemed to go on forever. Yeah. And it's just, it's little, I didn't it's, like it actually. It spooked <laughs> me out a bit. It's, it's detail. It's, it's detail. that kind of detail, you know. Um, obviously now in the second one, we're, P- we're talking about the PS2. It made full, the fog is now, the fog's beautiful. Yeah. It's not just grey polygons like it was in the first one. Mm. It's part of the atmosphere. It's yeah. not now no longer really a case of having to hide stuff. It looks weird the on the HD versions. Yeah, no, you don't want to play that. Play yeah. on the, play on the PS2 or the original Xbox. Yeah. I think if you're um, gonna get, if you can pick up the HD collection for cheapo, then if it's, it's the only still way, good, if it's the only way you can play it. Yeah. Um, but Silent Hill 2, I mean, the two games on there, Silent Hill 2 and 3, they're not expensive. They're not. And they're absolutely worth buying mm-hmm. if you've got a PS2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's fantastic. It's like they took everything that was great about the first one. It's the one. pinnacle of that generation yeah. of gaming. I think it, yeah. it, it made full, uh, use of the whole DVD setup on the, mm. on the PlayStation. You know, every cutscene, the acting is a lot better. Uh, than yeah. the first one. It's we still did, corny, but yeah, we didn't really mention that in the first no, the, one. No, so yeah, so again, the, the corny acting that people again criticised mm. about Silent Hill um, led to the creepiness of it. Well, another Be- thing about the first one is that the audio is loading in as it as you're playing it. Yeah. So it li- loads a line of dialogue of you say, you know, Harry say something. Yeah. There's a pause. And then, you know, Sybil, police officer will turn around and say something and it just sounds so disjointed. Yeah. But instead of it just sounding off, it, it sounds, sounds weird and it kind of fits. And it sounds like you're going mad because everyone else sounds weird yeah. and you sound mad and what the, you know, what on earth is going mm. on? 
But again, yeah, it was better for Silent Hill 2, but they retained the corniness of it. Yeah, I mean, again, they, it's still sort of unknown actors. I don't think yeah. any of them really went on to, to do much. It was all um, translated, of course. Yeah. From the original Japanese. From the Japanese by. Stuff by Arcade Attack Friend. Jeremy Jer- Blaustein. Yeah. Jeremy Blaustein. So he's, um. He, he translated most of Konami's yeah, he's a big. He did, yeah. We've got a lovely interview with him, an old interview now. Snapchat. Uh, on the, I might put that in the show notes as well, just so you guys can have a read of it. Uh, but it was great, you know, asking him a few questions about the Sun Hill universe, Metal Gear Solid, uh, all the things that he had to put into English language for us. And we're very grateful because it does brilliant, you know, Sun Hill 1. Sun yeah, it's never, obviously, especially during the 90s, that when you did get an English translation of a game, sometimes there were things that didn't make a lot of sense. No, I think it but was... But in Silent Hill 2, I don't ever remember thinking... Because he's a native English speaker yeah, that's who's weird. fluent in Japanese, it worked better, mm. I think. So, you know... I think he deserves just, a lot of credit because in that situation, there would have been a lot of things that... I would imagine if you took a literal translation of certain Japanese yeah. things, it might have come out like sounding what, a bit... What on com- earth does that well, it might have sounded a bit yeah. comedic. Unintentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there would have been a lot of effort, I guess, on his part to make sure he would have had to rephrase atmosphere. that. Yeah. He's pretty much a scriptwriter because he'd have mm. to rephrase that. Um, he's a smart man and, um, it's one of my favorite interviews on Arcane Attack, actually. Yeah. It was a good I one. wasn't expecting it, but he was so great. And I actually asked him, I hope you don't mind repeating this, repeating it from the site. I said, go for it. If, well, kind of might jump the gun a little bit, but I said, if Konami makes a new Silent Hill game, which direction do you think they should take? And he said, Horror and fear are products of the mind, not the result of graphics or jump scares. I would like to see a game where the player has to confront the prospect of their own body turning against them. For example, the horror of one's body decaying, rotting, falling apart. Now that is horror. I think it would be uh, psychologically effective. Yeah. Good answer. You could really do that in VR. You look down and like, (laughs) yeah, you could really do that. It's an interesting point. Um, there's a lot of horror you probably noticed as a PS4 owner do mm. there is a lot of horror now is a big thing in gaming there's a lot of first person horror games they're not always like big AAA releases yeah. but on the PlayStation store and stuff um, there's a few there's one I tried it's called Layers of Fear mm-hmm. which is it's okay um, Outlast there's quite a few games like this um, but they tend to rely on jump scares yeah so and again that's why Silent Hill Silent Hill 2 appeal to me it broke that up. psychological horror it's not just about things making you go Hoo. yeah that's you why know, i've got more res- yeah i've got yeah. more respect for that franchise than resident evil because mm. look don't get me wrong why, I, I, why are you disrespecting I, I, resident evil no no no, no. <laughs> i like res- some resident evil games i haven't played loads and I- seven is good actually seven gets more like resident evil seven gets more into your head than the other ones Mate, okay fair and- enough it still it's does fair. jump scares. But, uh, it's, still, it's, still a lot of jump scares, it's like but. Blair Witch Project, you know? It's not everyone's cup of tea, but for me... It gets into your head, It got it? in my head. Mm. And the first time I watched it, oh man, I didn't sleep very well at all for a <laughs> no. few days. No. And it, was, it wasn't really because what you saw, it's what you're thinking. Hmm. So psychologically... It was, the, it was the build-up. I think a lot of people were like, oh, why are they m- walking around yeah, and moaning? But, and, but the Blair Witch Project, was it was yeah. all that... The scary, the ending of the Blair Witch Project is the strongest part of the whole yeah. film. Yeah, well, that is, but it always, all, that's the whole point of it, because yeah. it was leading up to that finale, wasn't it? But yeah. it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way it kind of psychologically did that, it didn't get enough, it didn't get enough credit mm. for it. But do you know what I think? I think it did get credit. Not from... Well, it was a big, from, it was a big hit. Mm. I don't know, did it? Was it a big critical success? I, I can't know. remember now. I don't know. It became a bit of a joke quite quickly, didn't it? 
Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know the people. The Why producers I always suspect because it cost them what fifty quid to make, and they made millions. So well, they're the I'm last sure. laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So James Sunderland, do we want to give the spoilers away? Do we want to tell about the, the well the, the endings story? and yeah. so essentially he's he's not a very nice man, is he? <sighs> he's he probably had um, some kind of mental breakdown. Let's say yeah. Mary was very very sick. Um, and it transpires eventually that James was the person who killed her. So um, all of this is, he built it via his guilt and his yeah. desires and. There's, there's no, um, there's no letter. There was no letter was from no Mary. Letter. Um, and, and she wasn't dead three years ago. No. She died like yesterday. Yeah. Um, so much so that. So much so that, and again, this, I, mentioned this on the Silent Hill 2 podcast, but this is really like recent information mm. in the last year or two. James's car that you leave um next to those horrible conveniences at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Mary's body is in the trunk. Mary's slash body boot, is depending on where you are in the world. The trunk. Has yep. that been confirmed? And that was confirmed by a member of Team Silent on Twitter, I think maybe twenty sixteen. Do you agree like on that? that? Do you think that's fair? What do you mean? I think do you think that's a good yeah, I think it's quite, I'd it's, a, it's a great little twist. Like it, you know, 15, however many years later after the game, you know, you, you think you know the story just to have that extra little revelation there bit, as well. It's do you feel like, sorry wow. for James or what? Cause he's, he's it's a difficult bit, one. I mean, he went through a tough time. It's a really life. touchy subject, the whole yeah. euthanasia thing. And yeah, absolutely. it's a really touchy subject, uh, but it's the kind of thing that makes you scared because you're thinking, you know, what, if you were in that position, this is a real. This is something that could happen to me. This is something that this is not. You know, you're not going to be a police officer in Raccoon City. I'm not likely to get attacked by zombie dogs. Shooting zombie dogs, exactly. Right? But yeah. you could be, unfortunately, in that you know, situation. Man in, who's in that? And I think situation. they deal with it. This again, another reason I like it for a video game from 2001. Mm. It's quite grown up. They deal and with it. They deal with it in a grown up way. Yeah. You're not forced to condemn James. No. Um, and you see both sides of you. Might, they almost they still even, have a happy ending. He, he can, can still yeah. walk away. But they show you both sides of the euthanasia argument. Yeah, you know they it really shows. Do. Mary says to him, "You know, I told you I wanted to die. I told you I yeah. wanted you to do it." And then, but she also, you know, she has that change of heart, which is obviously one of these reasons why euthanasia is illegal in most yeah. countries. She also tells him that she wants to live. Yeah. Um, and Whoa. it's, it's such a. Why are you doing this, Keith? You're, you're you making this, we're so sad right <laughs> now. We're making everyone at home too. feeling sad. It's, it's something that you have to experience, I think, Silent Hill 2. It's, uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It's not a game you're going to play over and over and no. over again. Mm. It's not the most fun game you're going to play. Mm. Um, James doesn't even control that well. No. But in terms of a work Same of as Harry art, Mason, it's like. Controls. It's like a brilliant film or a brilliant book or a brilliant piece of music. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter how many times you play it. Yeah. No, it affected me. I played it once and it was quite powerful. Did for you me. finish it? Or I, yeah. You did. What did ending you? did you get? Um, oh God, God. I think it was the bog standard one. I think he, um, I, I, I told you on the podcast. I can't remember what it <laughs> I was can't now. Listen to the podcast. Should, yeah, it affected me. I can't remember the ending. Was but, it yeah. the one where he leaves town with uh, Laura? Yeah, that's it. The, the little the girl. Leave, with, yeah, the leave the, ending. Yeah. yeah, that was it. The leave ending. Yeah. 
I think that's the most common one, I think. I think it is, That's the one I got the first time around. Yeah, Yeah, I was playing it pretty... And that is the closest to a happy ending, isn't it? It is the closest to a happy ending. Um, But yeah, so it was the pinnacle, really, of the Silent Hill. And the the CG in that is so good. It's so good. That was the thing in the lead up to its release, the the shots of James in the bathroom at the beginning. Yeah. And and I remember seeing that and seeing the detail in this horrible old toilet and thinking... That looks incredible, and it yeah. did 2001 early PS2 days. Yeah, and a, a lot of early PS2 games didn't look great. No, but this was on a whole different level. They really maxed um, out that hardware, and you and some of the the cutscenes with James and Maria, they're so realistic. Yeah, it's it's frightening. Um, it's scary, scary. But yeah, the, I mean, it is. It's, it's I'll ramble on about it endlessly. It's my favorite game of all time. Yeah, it is. But it's, it's your number one game for me. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not, again, it's not something I'm going to play, like some people say, Super Mario World is their favourite game of all time, and that's the kind of thing you could play all, whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a bit play. of fun. But, this is different, and that, you know, I hold it up there on such a high pedestal. Yeah. You know, and, they'll always make some noise when I mention modern games. I've loved and really, really got a lot out of a lot of modern games. But this is the first game like that, where the story and the characters and the atmosphere really affected me. Oh, mm. and really got me. It sounds like emotionally. Yeah, it sounds like the same thing for me, but for Ocarina of Time. Okay, but because that that was a whole story and a mm. whole different. It, it sounds quite similar effect they had on both. Yeah, of us, I so. know how much you love that, and and it's obviously stayed not, with you. Since. Not too far off times, uh, you know, three what, or four years maybe. Yeah. But not a stupid amount of time. But yeah, they're, they're both games that really sort of took you in. I suppose the other game before that that I remember really being sort of sucked into like that was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But it was a different, yeah. you know, that wasn't, it, it was an action mm. film. You still were feeling for Snake. Yeah. yeah. But you got, but it was so well that, done yeah. with the story. Stuff with and Meryl and, oh, and it was all, so yeah, good. it was all good. Konami all good. again. Konami. Um, Konami have got some good writers there. Yeah. They've got some really good, you know, I'm, talented guys. I'm really interested to hear about the future of Silent Hill because because surely it's all the way up now. Or after Silent Hill 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only way is up now, right? I'm glad you said that. Baby. So, <laughs> it kind yeah, of... move on or I'll just keep going on about it. If we just look at... Me- I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I hate to move on, but we kind of have to. Um, the third game. So Silent Hill 3. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, still on the PS2. Still on the PS2. But you'll see now here that, so the Metacritics kind of slowly get, uh, <laughs> lower. So, oh, no. uh, the Metacritic for Sun Hill 2 is actually 89 out of 100, which is very respectable. Uh, not up to, obviously, Ocarina. It's not Tony Hawk's 2 standard. It's not Tony Hawk's 2 standard. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Uh, so. What uh, is that about? Is, you know, the, the third game, again, I was absolutely biting to get it. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you? after Silent Hill 2. Yeah, did you buy Silent Hill 3, Keith? I did. Um, you did. And okay. it, yet again, I had to rebuy it recently because I have no idea what happened to it. <laughs> so, someone I was actually, my PS2 I actually games. pre-ordered it and didn't did get you? it. Because Play.com lost it. You remember Play.com? Play. Com. I used to buy everything. So Play.com, Play. Com, for people who don't know, was a cheap way of people in the UK getting video games, PAL video games, because they didn't charge uh, postage. It all came from Jersey. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thus avoiding certain, certain tax things. So yep. they sold things a lot cheaper. A cheaper. I don't know what happened. To, I think they got... I think they, they got bought got... by Rakuten. Rakuten? Have you heard of them? Rakuten? Rakuten. Yeah, Rakuten. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... Um, 
Shame because they they lost my first copy. Then I had to wait wait another sort of week Boo. to get another copy. I know, I know, but they must have been snowed with the pre-orders because yeah, it was incredibly popular game. Um, it was released on multiple platforms as well, like Silent Hill Two. So it also had a PC version, but the PC version's really got knocked. So the PC version has a Metacritic of seventy two, and I think the Silent Hill Two is is about the same on PC mm. because PC. Owners wanted more, better, well, better textures, yeah. Yeah. clearer things, yada yada. Uh, but they were just direct ports, which I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. have minded if I was a PC gamer. Nah, us uh, PC gamers want more. <laughs> <laughs> the third game was more, it was a bit like uh, the graphical and sound achievements of the first one, um, well, of the second one were married with the, um, the environments uh, of the first one. So it took out, uh, it sort of took you back to villages and things and there's a, there's a big bit in Silent Hill. So, so Silent Hill 3, the protagonist, if you've not played, the protagonist is Heather, I've not written it down in my Heather notes. Heather Mason, yeah. Heather Mason, um, who is the daughter of Harry, Harry Mason, of course. So Heather is the baby that is spawned yeah, so she's at the again, end of the first game. So the plot is good. It's basically a sequel to the first game, isn't it? It's a it? sequel to weird. the first game. Yeah. So we've skipped, we've not bothered sequeling Silent Hill 2 because that's its own sort of standalone yeah. story. But, uh, Team Silent wanted to talk about what happened to Harry's daughter. And it visually, it looks great. Uh, the sound, and again, the same kind of environments give that same kind of horror. Yeah. But you don't feel as, because, Heather is still chasing this kind of cult mm. storyline. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel as invested in it. So I think this is where Team Silent sort of started moving away from... It's it's still a human aspect, but it's not yeah. as relatable. It's So you don't feel as... You feel there are, st- there are some really sad points in Silent Hill 3. Um, one of my... F- this sounds a bit morbid, but yeah. one of my favourite uh, sort of sad bits in Silent Hill Three is where you're Heather and you go back to her house and you see the back of Harry's head and he's sitting in the chair and of course you want to talk to him. Yeah, he is it's dead as a doorknob, and it is sad because you've played as that guy. Yeah, you've experienced if you played the first game. You've yeah, experienced yeah. his story, and they've killed him off mm. in the third game. Uh, but it has sad things like that. And the bit where you, uh, do you remember the bit where you walk into the room with the mirror? So there's a really, the, what the weirdest bit of Silent Hill 3, and I think it got talked about it a lot in the reviews at the time, was that when you go into this room, I think it might be in the hospital, one of these, so this is again where Team Silent started to reuse environments from, from, from the previous games. And you yeah. walk into the, you walk into the room and it's all mirrored. And the walls start to bleed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the walls, the non-mirrored walls start remember. to bleed. And you're thinking, okay. And then the screen starts pulsating. Your controller starts vibrating. It scares the bejesus out you. you. The door now is now locked. So you can't get out the door. And you're like absolutely busting this door down. You're trying to use everything in your inventory to get out. You look at the reflection of Heather in the mirror and she's starting to lose her skin. It is 
it, you know, it's right out of the team silent textbook. Yeah. This is. And eventually, if you keep on hammering the door, you get out of the room and you are thankful to get the hell out of there. And it's a good story. You know, it, it is a good story. Uh, you follow this, you've got uh, a Douglas, the private detective kind of leads Heather through all of this, um, you know, chasing the cult mm. and her history in Silent Hill. Uh, but it's all a ruse. It's all a ruse to get her back to yes. Silent oh, Hill. What's the woman's name? Ah, I forgot the woman's it's name. It's all a ruse. The one with the white hair. Well, Claudia. 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 Right. Yeah, no, Dahlia is the first game. Yeah, Claudia. So, yeah, Claudia. So Dahlia. Yes. Uh, Claudia. Dahlia. Um, Claudia. So, you know, it's all a ruse to get her back. Yeah. But again, you know, it, it feels like it's something, again, she's an every man slash every girl. Yeah. You know, same yeah, kind of thing, tank controls. Yeah. So the core of it is the same, but it's just another great story to tell. I don't have any, anything else to say about Silent Hill 3, but it, people don't talk about it. People don't talk about it mm-hmm. as much as Silent Hill 2 or Silent Hill 4. No, it's, um, it's a beautiful looking game as well. And obviously the it second gorgeous, game is good, yeah. but the, the bind, obviously, like I just said, the second game. Yeah. Still early days for the PS2. Yeah. So they achieved a lot. Yeah. But we're still, you know, like all the developers at the time, finding out what the limitations of the console were. Yeah. What you could really do. And there's some great bits in Silent Hill 3. Yeah. There's that bit where she's, um, is she sitting in a diner? Or somewhere by the window. Oh, yeah. The light coming through the blinds so and stuff. Realistic. And it yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you know, just again, like you said, with the, that bit with the blood coming down the walls and yeah. the skin falling off, it feels almost like Hollywood sort of, it's, it's, it's Hollywood level. Whereas the second one's production. got that more personal story. I feel, yeah. I feel like the second one's more like a book. Yeah. It's the kind of story you'd expect from a book. Whereas Silent Hill 3 Silent is more Hill 3 like a Hollywood movie. feels more like a Hollywood movie. Which funny you said that because that's <laughs> what the second Silent Hill Hollywood movie, movie is yeah, based on. It is. So yeah. it's based on about yeah. Heather's story and getting her back mm. to the cult and, you know, all of that. But it, again, it's a great story to tell. Great yeah. story to yeah, tell. Yeah, it's good to be, you know, it's, yeah. it's definitely interesting to see. Yeah. Highly uh, recommend. Growing up and, and where that will lead to. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Three games. Pretty much the same. Tank controls, mm. every man, sad story, psychological horror. Silent Hill 4, The Room, I think, could have been amazing. It didn't get the kind of reviews it should have done. I think it was more like sort of late, um, late 70s. Oh, I've got it here. So the Metacritic for Silent Hill 4 is 76. Wow. So it's taken a little bit of a hit. Is it a PS2 game? It's still a PS2 yeah. game. Yeah. What was it? 2004. PS2. Yeah. And I think it was also on Xbox. I think they released it on the Xbox. Yep. Yeah, Xbox well. and Windows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did away with the tank controls, which I wasn't too happy with <laughs> because I think the tank controls and actually working out where you need to point the character to go forward. I think that adds that, that kind of, that dynamic to survival horror. I think you, it gives you, you that. You would marry shit. Tank Girl if you had a chance, wouldn't you? <laughs> I love Tank Controls. Tank Controls should be my middle name, right? I but kind of don't blame them though because they a lot of people moan about you know, it. When, it when you think about the basics of Tank Controls, like when you play one of the old games in Resident Evil, it is quite funny watching them spin around on the spot to turn <laughs> around. Yeah. Like while their feet are going backwards yeah. and forwards. <laughs> and then walk forward. And obviously we get into the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably think we need to move past that. Yeah. They need to be able to move normally in a 3D environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did that affect the horror? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So they had to, so they did away with the, 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 uh, the Tango Jolls. 
the premise of Silent Hill 4, The Room, mm. is that you're trapped in a room. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's, well, it's Henry Townsend, no relation to our friend Darren. Is that his name? Yeah. I was Henry struggling Townsend. to remember the guy's name, which probably speaks volumes. Henry Townsend. I know, I know. So, again, this is not an everyday situation. It's not as, re- the story isn't as relatable mm. as, as one and two. It, he's trying to escape from his apartment. So the door is all chained up from the outside, inside, everywhere. He can't get through. He can only see out the spy hole. So a lot of the clues. So it flits between you being stuck in this room and this room is doing things to you. And then you're going through portholes in the room to get to these, uh, scenarios and meeting these people. What happens in all of these scenarios is that the people that you meet get killed. Okay. Does, did you, have you played I the, think the room I in not, any... I played a bit of it a long time yeah. ago, so it's really... Yeah. Even though it's not relatable, I think it's really super clever because okay. it's all about a um, him tracking what's happening with a serial killer called Walter Sullivan. So there's loads of clues. So there's clues around the apartment sort of leading to, you know, what... So what, I'm doing my, like, my Colombo face. Yeah. Is he mentioned in, like, the newspaper cuttings and stuff in Silent Hill 2? Yes. How did you remember that? I'm obsessed with that game. That's oh, why. crikey. <laughs> yeah. So Walter Sullivan. Just, the name just rang a bell. I knew I'd read it. Walter Sullivan has killed a lot of guys. So this apartment that Henry Townsend is, uh, is in used to belong to a journalist, okay. I think, that was tracking this. Yeah. So maybe a lot of the cuttings and things that you yeah, saw in Silent yeah, Hill 2 be. are done by his journalist. Wow. So... And the room, uh, it's so odd because every time you go back to the room, something changes. It's a bit like the PT, PT. trailer, um, uh. the playable teaser. So every time you go to the room, there's something else to find or something else in the room has changed. At the beginning of the room, the room heals you. So in each of, it's a bit different because, because you're playing out scenarios and going back to the room. It doesn't play exactly like the previous mm. Silent Hill. So it's not like survival horror as such. It's more that you, you're playing out these scenarios, going back to the room and then trying to work out from the clues in the room what to do next. And it starts, you know, and then later on, it actually starts hurting you. So there's no safe place for you. The room that you're trying to get out is slowly killing you and you have to find uh, I think, I forgot what they're called, kind of little, like, symbols and, you know, objects and things mm. to stop yourself getting killed in this room. And you're following it through and you're following it through. And eventually, spoiler, yeah, you track down uh, an embodiment of Walter Sullivan and it all goes a bit mad and it's all, like, everything's revolving around the Silent Hill orphanage and it's very, very strange. Okay. It's very, very odd. Uh, Walter was, of course, a very disturbed, a disturbed man. Yes. Um, but it's just a great thing. And it's just, it's more, it's more about, there, there is lots of lateral thinking puzzles. I'm making that here. There's lateral thinking puzzles. Uh, it's, but it's more sort of find, wherever like Silent Hill had all of those, those weird kind of puzzles. We didn't even talk about the puzzles. We actually, didn't mention the, first, the puzzles. The first and the second. Yeah. The, well, there's change. some really obscure ones in Silent Hill 2. And Silent Hill 2, you can actually six ramp pack up of the, orange drink. Yeah. Which like you, you can ramp up the difficulty down as well. Yeah. Trash shoot. You would never even. No, but I got that one so, first time actually. Did you? To put that down the tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. To dislodge the, was it key or something? Yeah. Yes. No, I yeah. got that. But the, with Silent Hill 4, I think the guys just wanted to 
find this item, this item opens this door, or the da, 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 da. because they're these little scenarios, it's not about you're not following mm. a someone through to a conclusion, but it's great, the way you go back to the room, and the way you look at, you can look out the window at the back and see that, and see like a phone number you need to phone on the phone in the room, it's a bit like one of those escape, those escape yeah, room escape things, room things. Yeah, yeah. but it was done how many years ago? I like, it, I like years. the idea of it, it sounds really good. I think um, it's definitely it worth a play. It's definitely worth a play. So, that is the first four. Team Silent disbanded. Ooh. Yeah. So, for some reason, Konami decided that rather than having in-house Japanese uh, developers making Tiny Hill games, uh, they wanted everything to have a sort of a more Western. Uh. A more Western outlook. <sighs> I know. That's Westerners. <laughs> I was always. Why, why change the one thing that made the horror in their game stand out? I think maybe even Team Silent thought that they were, you know, hitting a dead end with this. They were, if you look at the first four games, they are different, but mm, um, there was a yeah. lot of similarities. So between them, maybe a Western developer coming in, giving yeah, you a freshen things up, Keith. Western, you know, freshen it up a bit, you know, give it yeah. a different spin. Uh, I can categorically state it didn't work. And this is, <laughs> This is when well, this is what I kind of drop out. I haven't played any of the games after. I'm going to tell four, the listeners so and tell us and, story, and Adrian but, and you and, and about the other games. Don't forget Nathan McCree. He was involved in Downpour. I've got some choice words to say about Downpour, but that'll be I'll have to wait a couple of minutes. <laughs> so, you know, we've had all this fun with the first four games. The next one, uh, I don't know if this is. I don't know if my notes are speci- uh, are in the right order here, but I've made a note here that the Silent Hill Origins was the next one. You guys heard of Silent Hill Origins? I've heard of it. Wasn't it? Didn't come out on the Wii. Is the PSP? I think it did come out on the Wii. Maybe it did. Hmm. I made it down the. I I have the PSP version. Okay. And uh, they made they ported it to the PS2 because it was actually quite popular. PS2, not PS3. No PS2. Oh, yeah, okay. PS2. I didn't realize it was that old. So the PSP to PS2 is the, yeah yeah is level then. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it is a sort of prequel to what went on in the first game. So the Metacritic for it is 78. Um, okay. That's all right. Not terrible. I think it's fairly solid. But again, you know, it's about, um, you know, that's what happens, isn't it? When a franchise sort of naturally comes to a conclusion, the temptation is to do an origins thing, isn't it? Or, yeah. uh, do you know, you know, or an ultimate thing or, yeah. you know. So this was, this is what they did with this. Um, it, there was an arcade shoot 'em up in, in, in the, in oh, the I've of, played that. In the interim. Uh, I've skipped that because I don't it's think all right, it's... It's alright, you know, I found it in a couple of arcades, you know, it's just one of those, it's like a normal, um, sort of light gun game cabinet, but there's like a black curtain almost that you step inside. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you know, it's atmospheric enough initially, yeah. you walking through Silent Hill in the fog in the first person, that's pretty cool. Um, but then obviously it's just, Shooting at stuff. It's not a la silent, House yeah. of the Dead, so it's not so it's really a Silent Hill. But you know, it's <laughs> no, it's, it's a curiosity. Nice. You know, yeah. if you see one, you should have a go. Oh, definitely have a go. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. This was one of two games developed by Climax in Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. So the Brits, the Brits. I think Portsmouth actually. I think um, Climax had an American office as well. The founder of uh, Climax uh, is actually a guy called Carl Jeffrey. Who I've tried uh, contacting. He's the cousin of Joe at my former work. You know, Joe used to listen oh, to I don't know if Joe's listening to this, but sorry, Joe, I have to tell you that I'm not too not not a big fan, 
not as big a fan of Silent Hill Origins as I should be. Uh, but yeah, so, but, you know, props to taking it on and everything to Carl. But it just feels like, like a worse version of Silent Hill 1 with a, with a trucker called Travis. So a trucker called Travis gets stranded <laughs> a trucker in. Called Travis. Trucker called a Travis. Trucker called Travis. A British guy. Portsmouth. This is, <laughs> definitely not British. Um, trucker called Travis gets stranded in, uh, Silent, Silent Hill, Hill because he's saving a girl from a fire. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it contains, you know, because it's a prequel, yeah, it contains yeah. people like Alessa Gillespie, Alessa Gillespie uh, Lisa, mm. you know, all of those guys. It retained Akira Yamioka, who's the He's the a producer the, by now, he's isn't he? The, um, he's the, the sound engineer. Yeah, he was the sound designer for, yeah. what, the first, was he the sound designer And Akira in four, actually or? did all of them. So he did the first one all the way through. So he's the only member of Team Silent. Time, Team Silent. Yeah, I mean, to, he's the soundtrack and score and everything yeah. to the first two, especially. The and sound the design is, is great. Yeah. But yeah. The sound design is really good. It's Actually, playing a it a big part of it. Yeah. Playing it on a PSP in the dark is a quite scary thing. But it feels all of the layouts are predictable. It feels yeah. it's too predictable. You don't really feel for Travis. You're like, okay. Travis so this trucker. guy, you feel, you feel like, oh, it's, this is just setting up Silent Hill 1 mm. kind of thing. But yeah, it, it's, it's graphically looks great on the PSP. Um, it won't cost you much to pick it up. Uh, it does have multiple endings. <laughs> That's good. Um, but only one of them is Alessa giving birth to Cheryl. Who is of course, oh, right. okay. is, it was of course Cheryl who, um, who Harry, Cheryl Mason, Harry's original daughter, mm. who gets lost, uh, in the first game. But it's just too basic. I think it's, it's too basic for me. It doesn't, it didn't expand on the other ones. It was like a homage. It's like okay. a homage to the first yeah, game. So playable, it? good, but not amazing. Playable, good, but yeah, not amazing. So Climax took a little bit of a break and then they were developing another game, which I'll come to, but there was one in between. Silent Hill Homecoming, which I had on the Xbox 360. Oh, no. So this was done by Double Helix uh, Games in California. So this was the, the American the American shot yeah. at doing Silent Hill. Metacritic 70. Mm. 70. Mm. We're on the slide. It's on the slide. Um, but the premise is quite interesting, but it's not something that's in immediately... Relatable. Well, only for, only for a small portion one, of us. I'll let you go, obviously go on. Is this the one with the convict? No, that's down. That's the next one, isn't it? I'll come okay, to sorry. that. Go on. Right. So, Alex, so this is the returning soldier. Ah, yes. Okay. Alex Shepard. So, uh, <laughs> he, he comes back, obviously from, um, the Middle East, I imagine. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he wakes up in Travis's truck. <laughs> okay. So he wakes up with Travis's truck, has a bit of a chat, uh, and then Travis drops him off at home. There's, <laughs> he gets back and there's no one there. Like his, his mum, his mum has gone mad. His mum has gone like pretty insane. Okay. And he just, again, he needs to find out what to do. Like what, you know, what, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. But the thing about this game, the thing about this game is that it's, it's so dull. Oh, it's no. super dull and it's got the environments are bigger mm. than um than yeah well you know we have xbox 360 ps3 territory now of course they are of course they are and 
it was it's just a lot of running around with nothing happening mm. you think you know the premise is good you know guy you know guy comes back you know um finds out his mum's gone mad um he needs to find out what's How going on happened. yeah you know you know come on you've got it's not actually i don't think it was inside the hitler such i think it was a town sort of bordering it I've not put it in my notes. Not even in Silent Hill. Not even in Silent Hill. But it's all, that's it. Shepherd's Glen. That's it. No. Yeah. That's it. So no one's there. Everyone is deserted. So it's basically just him, his crazy mum, and you know, what's going on. But it's just him. It's not, there's nothing scary about this game. It's just gory. It's like, it's just gore. It's just trying to, they're trying to show off the capabilities of the Xbox 360 and having monsters and gory stuff. And it's just, the whole, the whole Japanese horror has gone out the window, really, with this. So it's it's not Japanese at all. In fact, I think, yep, they cancelled they cancelled the Japanese version of it. Wow. Okay. Which is was well, probably for the best because I don't think Japanese audiences would have liked this. That's rubbish, man. They'd probably want to have a, a look at it as a curiosity, but nothing else. So it's a bit like I felt like it was black playing GTA. Oh, in terms of the running around the big yeah. open areas. It and... wasn't a Silent Hill game. It's like a GTA game with a bit of melee combat and other things yeah, and, and, some and stuff that's meant to be in the Silent Hill lexicon in the No. Disappointing then. No. It it, it <laughs> no. got over I didn't even get that far through I remember getting to like a graveyard bit. And then I had to come, it took me months to go back to the game because I was so bored by that. Mm. There's a bit where you just wander around the graveyards looking at gravestones and I was like, oh God, <laughs> just put me out of my misery. Um, but no, not recommended. Uh, I don't, I'm not seeing many copies of it. Don't know if it'd fetch you a, pe- you know, a pretty penny, but don't bother. So, <laughs> uh, going back to Climax. So they finished something called Shattered Memories. So they like, they really like Silent Hill 1. Climax. Oh, they really like it. Have you guys, you guys haven't played Shattered Memories? Again, I've heard, I know about about it, it? but it's a reimagining of the first game. It's a reimagining of the first Silent Hill game where you are Harry Mason. Uh, if you, the first bit of the game is you being quizzed by a psychiatrist as a, about things that you like and it changes things in the game. It's like until dawn, isn't it? A bit like Until Dawn, yeah. or maybe Until Dawn is maybe has, they nicked that. Yeah, there are questions on this on this uh, on this questionnaire. So you've got to go through this questionnaire with your controller, and then you tick off the things that you want, and you know, whether you're like you know it's true or false. Mm. Questions like I make friends easily, uh, a drink helps me relax, <laughs> and which the one which I thought was a bit left field. I enjoy role play during sex. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're trying to piece together what's going on. So there's, it's not as, you know, oh, I've got to look after my bullets and kind of yeah. shoot my way through this and do that. You're trying to work out what's going on and you always keep going back to the psychiatrist answering these questions. They definitely ripped that off. Hmm? They, until Dawn. Until, until Dawn has, have definitely that, stolen exact that. Same thing that. But happens. you can't patent that. Like you can't, no, Climax it, couldn't no, patent that. It's just say, an idea, oh, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely been taken from Yeah. Uh huh. But, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. Mm. That's what I would say. Yeah. So, Joe, don't worry. And we get, we're getting Carl back on side with this. It is interesting and probably the last good Silent Hill game. And I that was say. released on. That was on. So I had the PSP version. I think it was only about 10 pounds something. Uh, the PS2 version 
is about 20 pounds, a bit two. more. PS2 again. I know it was one of the last, maybe the last PS2 game. Wow. 2009. Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, it was on the Wii as well. And in fact, actually, I think the, the Wii version is really cheap. So you okay. can get that. So it's, it's interesting and it's, it's, you, you see Harry going mad. It, it's not exactly the same story. So you, know, you don't know exactly what's going to happen. The so Wii was the original version. There you it was go. Ported to the PS2 and PSP. That's wow. it. So maybe the Wii was the most sort of sold mm, version. Go. So yeah, yeah, pick it up. It's it, definitely interesting. But again, it's not a Silent Hill game. It's a. It's interesting. It's more like an interactive film. Mm. So yeah, give it a go. Like I said, the last good Silent Hill game. Then we have Downpour. <laughs> Did I not? Did I not lend you Downpour? Yeah, I haven't played it. I've still got it. Gordon Bennett. No, I've don't still bother. Got it. I've still um, got it. I just haven't. <laughs> uh, it's made by Vatra Games in the Czech Republic. So I don't know what other stuff they've done. I don't think they did. I think they've done maybe one other game. But the Metacritic for this now is 68. Yikes. So it's gone sub. It's gone sub 70. So I think this was the last one before they started talking about uh, Silent Hills. There's a few things about this. So this one is the one with the prisoner, Murphy Pendleton. The ho- it starts off with one of the worst things <laughs> you can ever do in a video game. What? It, the first bit of the video game is you're in the prison. Okay. Right? You are Sounds Murphy. Good so far. And you, there is, you're, you're in the showers <laughs> and there is a child molester. So one of the characters Ooh. in the game doesn't last very long. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> is a child molester and he basically, uh, he used to be Murphy's neighbor. So Murphy's known, knows loads of people that this guy has mm. obviously done stuff to. And it, it, they're basically painting the picture that Murphy's not a very nice guy because you basically have to smash this guy to death in the showers. And it's a very, very graphic. And that's like wow. the first thing you do. And it's, it's shock horror. Yeah. yeah. It's shock horror. And it's, you know, it covers up. It's the only talking point of a very dull game. Really? It's super dull. It's almost open world in the way that the environments are set up. So you're wandering around for a lot of time, not doing much, sometimes in the downpouring rain. See what they get. <laughs> but the rain doesn't come in until about, Maybe 20 minutes, 30, you know, 20, 30 minutes into it. I was, I was running around. Where I was is like, this where's downpour? the rain? Yeah, well, yeah. Where is it? It's just too open worldy for me. And I, you know, I, I like making choices, you know, I like doing things, but it's too, it takes too long to work out what to do. And I think that was the main, the main qualm of it. It looks really nice. I think, you know, graphically it does make, uh, you know, good use of the 360. The sound design, and everything is not great. There's one one bit which I really hate. The, uh, do you remember a bit in I think it's Silent Hill Three where you're running away from this red light? Mm. I think it might be the the fun house or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running. yeah. So downpour. They clearly think the guys in downpour clearly think this is a great idea. <laughs> so you're running away from like a hole, and it's the you just die every time. Uh, it took me ages to like pass it. For no real benefit other than you yeah. get out of this building or whatever. It's just, it's hard. If anyone out there has, has given, I couldn't give, a, I, 
I gave Downpour a, a couple of hours and then I just never played it again. If anyone is listening has played it in depth and has better things to say about it, please do let us know because I really would like to know um, whether I should get it back off Keith and, and have another go. <laughs> whether I should play it. It's, I just don't, it just didn't see anything good about it. It just, why, you know, why am I this guy? Why am I? So the whole, the whole, the whole point of how he gets stuck in um, the Silent Hill world is mm. that he's, you know, the, the bus that, uh, the prison the, bus. The prison, prison buses are always crashing. They must they be the most in all films and. They must know, be the TV. most unreliable form of transport. Ever. The, would the you, would you want to be a drivers. prison bus driver one day? I really don't want to be a prison, a prison bus driver. No thanks. <laughs> I think I'll pass on that. But yeah, so that's basically where we are. There Do you was know what the worst thing. The worst thing you said about both those games is that they were boring. Yeah, that's like, I think that's the worst thing a game, especially like a horror game, can be. Yeah, it's super boring. It's to say that they're boring or dull. Yeah, if it was too you much fa- jump scares. You have failed at this, at making this game. Yeah. If your you horror game is failed to entire, and like, it's not as if, you know, cause I hate complicated controls. Yeah. They don't have complicated controls. Like mm. downpour and homecoming are easy to pick up. Yeah. But they are just so dull. Yeah. They don't give you a reason to keep on playing. The best thing about Silent Hill for me is that those games kept you wanting to play, kept yeah. you wanting to know more about the story. You know, after murdering the child molester in the showers, I was just ready to have a have a shower myself yeah. and just call it a day. <laughs> wash, you know? wash away the grime. Wash away the <laughs> grime. But it just, you know, why would you... Oh, I don't know. But again, it's from... Because that whole move to the West, people don't understand Silent Hill. Mm. It's like how people don't like the Hollywood versions of The Ring. Yeah. They're just not the same. They try, it's like, you know, Westerns trying to do Japanese horror doesn't work. It does a bit, Mm. but it doesn't work to the same levels. And that's where we are now. I don't know. I mean, do you guys want to see Silent Hill come back? I I don't, I'm, I'm torn about this. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see someone else pick up Silent Hill. (laughs) Konami is saying that it's, it's it's in the pipeline somewhere, but do I want to see it come back? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, even with the, um, the Silent Hills thing. Did that even need? If you're gonna, if you if you've got Kojima and Del Toro to make horror game, mm. I don't think you need to attack just because obviously this the Silent Hill franchise, the name is well known in gaming. But if you if you've got people like that making a horror game for mm. you, I don't think you need to attach it to an existing IP. No, they could just that could have just been its own amazing horror game. Because when you look at it, as good as that demo looked, yeah, it didn't necessarily. Give me the Silent Hill vibe. No, it was just a great, um, of, you know, horror And when you think spirit. in terms of like, does it need to come back? The Silent Hill, the place, the town, I think they did it brilliantly. Mm. The one and three sort of belong together. They're a continuation of the same story. Yeah. Two is its own brilliant story yeah. set in the same town. I don't know. Obviously, with the later ones, although it sounds like they failed miserably, there's an argument that at least they could be applauded for trying something different, for putting mm. for a different kind of slant on yeah. the town and its kind of mythos and all that. But yeah. I don't know if they were going to do it again. I I do like the idea of revisiting Silent Hill mm. in current gen yeah. glory. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, even, I know it's a dirty word, remake. Ooh. We're going to do a podcast about remakes, I yeah, think. But, it, yeah. It's a, it's a dirty word, but if, if someone can't come up with an interesting enough story mm-hmm. 
to tell in that existing sort of world. Keith, there must be a good story. Yeah, I, good I know. Story. It's, just, it's just trying to sandwich how, how people have tried to kind of sandwich it into like the Silent Hill folklore. And mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, like we're all excited as we record this podcast for the remake of Resident Evil 2, a game beloved by especially me and Dill. Mm-hmm. Um, that game will always exist. We'll always love it. We don't need a remake, but I am excited to play the new one. Mm-hmm. Could Probably they be already out f- by the time this podcast goes out? Probably, yeah. Mm. Could they remake the first or second Silent Hill? Current gen graphics could be absolutely fantastic. I think the first one... Probably. I think the mm. second one doesn't need a remake. It already no, looks... No, I, I don't think it... The second and third ones don't... They already look yeah. almost current gen 15 years later. It's yeah. mad. So, I mean, so I could well, see, I could see that, you know, Capcom have decided to do that with Resident Evil. That's going to make them a crap ton of money. Yeah. Konami might think similarly. Otherwise, I would like something with that... That had the same kind of story as not same kind of story as Silent Hill Two, but something relatable, yeah. something yeah. more more human. I don't, I don't know because that's it for all the horror and the monsters in Silent Hill Two. Mm. In the end, the monsters are all in James's head, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what makes it scary. And it's if you know, if someone could tell a story like that, you know, in the world of Silent Hill, that could be it. Could it's be good. Plenty, I think there's plentiful more stories to come that mm. way. Um, it's just that, you know, they've made such a hash of it in the last few attempts. They saw it. It's a shame. But, know. you know, if there are any fans of the, the new games, like I said, come, come to us and, you know, d- tell us why we should give them, give them another go. Mm. But I just thought this fact that they just, they just don't give you a reason to, to keep playing. And, and that's what's special for me. So, but thanks everyone for letting me cathart. I think, I, I think I've catharted. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that. I thought that was yeah. pre- pretty cathartic. Um, yeah, I, I needs get, to play Silent Hill one. I yes. lent it to him once and he gave it back to me. Oh, no. Yeah. He just didn't have the time. He was too busy playing Zelda. And three, and you both need to get four as well. But um, yes, everything else is a bit of a curiosity, I think. Um, but I think, reluctantly, I'm happy to say bye-bye mm. to Silent Hill. I think it, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm No, Dylan, don't. <laughs> just don't. I'm, don't say goodbye. <laughs> Please, hang on. I'm kind of, I don't know. Downpour I'm, I'm, two, downpour two. Oh, God. I'm, I'm kind of over it and I'm not over it at the same time. Um, it's, there was probably a lot of people who, after Resident Evil 6, thought, do you know what, Capcom, leave it now. Yeah. But then those same people loved yeah. RE7. So it can always change things can always come we'll back see. around if so. if konami are going to stay th- uh, stay true to their word we'll see a silent hills mm. um yeah uh, if it's vr if it's something like approaching resident evil 7 then i'll give it a whirl mm. sure but if they said to me deal yeah we're never going to make another one i'd be like okay guys i'll enjoy the you know i'll enjoy the ones i like and but that's it i i Again, the hallmark of great games or a great series of games. They're not gonna, they say they're not gonna make any more, but those first three, maybe the first four, they're still there and they're still games that you can go back and enjoy and play and. Absolutely. You know. Like you'd rewatch a great film. Yeah. Time and time again. Exactly. You definitely would play those Silent Hill games again. Yeah. So, 
Wishing all of our readers a pleasant day, an evening. Uh, hopefully everything, well, things that we've not met, talked, uh, talked about today have, have upset you in any way. Um, but <laughs> if you can, you know, it's, it's, you know, we've spoken about some pretty hard things today. And that's what Silent Hill's special for. I think, you know, it did kind of, kind of touch those parts, but we'll leave it be. We'll see what the future brings. And I'm sure if there is going to be a Silent Hills, you'll hear about it from us. All right. Good night. Bye bye. It doesn't matter who I am. I'm here for you, James. See? I'm real. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcadeattackuk. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, Take care and we'll speak to you soon.